Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. I hope you're all having a good start to your day. If it's a slow start to your day, I do hope it gets better. We can ask St. Martin de Porres for some of that intercession. It's his feast day today. Today is an optional memorial in our church. St. Martin de Porres from Peru, Dominican, and he was a humble servant of, of the poor. And we ask for his intercession on this Thursday, 31st week in ordinary time already. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. I'm the pastor of Corpus Christi in Bismarck. I'm coming to you from my office in Corpus Christi. And Karen Selinski is here with me. Karen, good morning to you. Good morning, Monsignor. You get me on the air and uh, get everything worked up, uh, set up and working. And all I do is show up to talk. So I got the easy job. So thanks for all that you do. And one of the things you've been doing, Karen, is you've been uh, working and uh, increasing the numbers of our fundraising banquets uh, tonight uh, it is in uh, Sioux Falls, but Rapid coming City. up tonight. Uh, tonight yep, Rapid uh, City. Tonight it is in uh, uh, Rapid City. Yep. Today's the third. Thank you. So Rapid City tonight. So let's talk about what's coming up. It might be a little late for tonight's uh, banquet uh, for the support of RPR in Rapid City. On the tenth, we're in Sioux Falls the 17th, Aberdeen, and then in Bismarck here, uh, the 21st of, of uh, November, yeah. Monday of Thanksgiving week. Mm -hmm. You said you have over 90 tables there. Yep. Congratulations uh, as that continues to grow. And mine at 23 tables. That's a new, that's a new, uh, new location. location for mm -hmm. you. Rochester on December 6th with Steve Ray. And then February 6th and f March 14th. So just please uh, take note of a fundraising banquet near you because we are entirely sponsored and supported by our listeners. Father Obergewitz is here, my parochial vicar. Good morning. Good morning, Monsignor. It's good being with you. Good to be in with you. And you're wrapping up your first year of priesthood. I, I spoke with a newly ordained last night. I said the first year you just get through. And you're getting through it. Well, don't, with your help, don't it's worry. been good. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry about your successes or failures. Don't worry about your dreams or your lost hopes. Just get through the first year. You're doing really well here as a first-year priest at Corpus Christi. My first guest is a friend of mine. She's a regular contributor to Real Presence Radio, Dr. Beverly Everett. I always like visiting with her. She, she is the um, leader of our Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra, the conductor, the maestro there. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the arts. She's involved at the University of Mary here in Bismarck. Uh, she's my organist in residence here at Corpus Christi. Dr. Everett, good morning to you. Good morning, Monsignor. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's good to see you. Me I, too. Can I ask, what does Dr. Beverly Everett and Willie Nelson have in common? <laughs> Anybody know? They're both graduates of Baylor. Oh, wow. In Texas. Oh, really? cool. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's cool. Uh, oh, that's what, awesome. what did you think I was I, talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's up your they, sleeve? They both love music. They're both graduate. Oh, so, that's cool. Beverly, uh, how have you been lately? And uh, tell us, for those who have not heard uh, an interview with you before, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Sure. I have these two wonderful orchestra positions in Bemidji, Minnesota and Bismarck, North Dakota. I've been here for quite some time, actually, in this part of the world. Um, originally, I'm from Texas, and I'm also an organist, and so I'm so grateful to be in a place where I can do both and to be at this parish and to be at the University of Mary, where I also do some conducting and some teaching of conducting an organ. Uh, how, how did you get uh, how did you get in, in the vocation that you do so well? I, I feel it as a calling. I started piano at a really young age, at six, and then organ at age 12, and was pursuing a path towards full-time church music, and then got a little bit sidetracked in the orchestral world. And so it's really beautiful how the two paths then later in my life have merged together. So uh, you have your doctorate in organ performance, right? Doctorate in conducting and in a couple of uh, master's degrees and a couple of bachelor's and master's in organ and teaching. How, how, are, how is conducting um, such a fine art? Uh, I, I don't think people understand what conducting is all about. There, there, are there a lot of conductors? There would seem to be a shortage. I, I'm not sure. But uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about conducting. How did you get into conducting? And there, there's more to it than than there appears to be. I know that since I met you. Right. So compared to other musicians, there are fewer conductors because there's only usually one or maybe a couple of staff conductors for an orchestra music director position. It's historically a male-dominated field, so it's unusual still for a female to be a, a music director. Um, right now in the United States, um, there's still there's only one female music director of one of the major major orchestras, so that percentage is climbing. But it's still um, we still have some work to do there, and it's it's complex because from the musical side um, you have to have a certain amount of knowledge of how all the instruments work, even if you don't play them. You have to be able to read what's called a score that has, I don't know, anywhere from 25, 35 or more lines of music at one time. And in those lines of music, some of them are in, the instruments are what we call transposing. So they're in different keys and different clefs. Um, some of the music, especially as we get into 20th and 21st century music is, is very complex in the way that it's written. Sometimes it even has new ways of of playing the instruments or unusual ways of playing the instruments, which we would call that uh, modern notation and, and having to instruct the players how to do that. Um, so then you, you get all that knowledge and then you have to learn how to do something with your presence, with your hands, with your arms, with your baton, with your face to, to convey what's on that musical page. And that takes a lot of study. It takes a lot of experience to get to where you're not thinking about what you're doing, but you're completely focused on what the orchestra is doing and on what they need from you to, in order to sound their best. And then there's lots of nuances with that technique and, and, and what you do um, that way. And then there's all, there's the art of rehearsing. And that's what I think a lot of people don't realize too, is I've that, attended a lot of your rehearsals. Um, you know, pretty much anybody can get up and just do a one shot thing of conducting, but it's how do you really get through a rehearsal and, and get a group from point A to point B, whether it's a young group or, or a seasoned group. Um, and then as, as a music director, there's a lot of other components to the job that 
quite honestly aren't as fun always. There's fundraising and um, grant. And you, got, and you got HR duty. HR and grants and a lot of things like that that you end up dealing with. So I often say, you know, when I was a, a young, naive college student and, and envisioning what I wanted to do, I didn't really know there were quite all those other parts. But um, the reward is when we can reach the audience through our music. Dr. Beverly Everett is my guest on Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. Beverly, I, I, would, I would think that the musicians would need to like you, that the musicians would play better if they appreciate and respect and like. How do you, how do you develop rapport with your musicians? I, I, I personally think that I develop rapport with the musicians in a couple of ways. Um, one is I view the process as a collaboration. So there, if you're working with a smaller group, let's say a violin, a cello, and a piano, what we would call a piano trio, that's what we call chamber music. And I view the larger group as just a larger version of that. And my role there isn't to show off myself, but it's to do whatever I can to make them their best. It's a, a servant leadership really in that role. And then I often use humor. Um, that's a part of, of me and a part of something I learned from people that are, you know, some of our listeners may have heard of Sir Simon Rattle, who's one of the greatest conductors in the world. And he's with the London Philharmonic right now. He was previously the music director of the Berlin Philharmonic. And I had the great opportunity to go and, and watch him work and be in all those rehearsals and sort of have him as a mentor. And someone came up to me one time in one of those rehearsals and they said, I hope that you pay attention to how Sir Simon uses humor with the orchestra mm. to get things done. And that could even be used to tell people that they're not as good as they need to be. Right. In a, in a, in a kind way. Right. Uh, Pope Benedict, I remember, described the church as a symphony <laughs> where, you know, we, we all have our vocation and we all have to follow uh, our, our leader, our Lord. And... Um, in this case, it, it would be uh, leadership of the church. So th let's get to, down to some uh, local work here, okay? So Beverly Everett, Dr. Everett is my guest. She is the maestro of the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra. This is a great time of year. And I, I'm even more into it now that it's getting cooler. It's hard for me to feel like, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to buy a Christmas tree or think about it when it's 75 degrees and we're setting new highs. So that's the good news. Is uh, we're, we're we're getting geared up. I, I think isn't Thanksgiving three weeks from today? Uh, I, I think it is. And so so how, what is uh, what are you doing? What, what's the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra have in store for us uh, for the upcoming holidays of 2022? Well, we have several things going on. So the Bismarck Mandan Symphony has our annual Christmas concerts that we actually do the weekend before Thanksgiving. And a little of the history behind that, if you're wondering why they're so early, is that the orchestra did not always do those those concerts. And so when we came in onto the music scene in Bismarck and wanted to do them, there were many other activities in the community, many other concerts closer to the Christmas, actual Christmas, and we didn't want to step on any of that, so we get ours kind of out of the way early. Um, but those are Friday night, November 18th, and Saturday night, November 19th. We've got two concerts, and I would say the Saturday night one almost always completely sells out. So if you want to get tickets for Saturday night, I would encourage you to do that now. Um, and it's going to be a wonderful concert. We're featuring two 
sort of local artists or, or people who are from here. So Emily Walter and Brandon Box Higdom. Um, Emily was at one point the host of the Medora Musical. She's still host of the Medora Gospel Brunch and has performed with us a number of times. Brandon is a native of Bismarck and also was a Burning Hill singer and worked with Emily back in the day. And so we're really excited about them. We have a real eclectic program. There's sacred favorites, there's secular favorites. Um, it's a great one to bring your children to, um, to kind of expose them to live music without having a real long, tedious concert. And um, I'm just very excited about it. And I should mention that one of our diocesan uh, deacons, Nick Qualix, who's also an anchor on KX News, is going to be a guest conductor on that concert. Okay. Um, we're actually inserting Stars and Stripes for Forever, and you might wonder why on earth would you do that Sousa March on that concert. But it's an anniversary year of that piece of music and a little history behind it of, of how it was composed and how it was presented. So, Dr. Beverly Everett is my guest. We come up on 14 minutes past the hour. We're going to take a short break. But uh, first, uh, let's highlight this because it's coming up soon. So, so your Christmas concert, per se, is coming up on the 18th and 19th of, of November. And it it is uh, with uh, some local artists. You, you also mentioned here everything from uh, Michael Buble to country and some other holiday favorites. We're, we're going to get to that. But first of all, uh, tell us again where people can get tickets and get involved with this, with this concert coming up November 18 and 19, the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra. How do they get involved? You can get tickets on our website at bismarckmandansymphony.org or go through the Bismarck Event Center to purchase your tickets, either right. in person or online. Very good. If you can hang around, Beverly, we're going to talk about uh, youth, the youth involved in the orchestra. I know that you have a, you have a great uh, love for inspiring youth in Oregon. Uh, strings uh, coming to to our church here and uh, how people can um, get involved because that's where you have to get involved with music like I did in the fourth grade with the trombone so your involvement with youth and the orchestra let's talk about that when we come back my name is Monsignor Schumacher and I welcome you to Real Presence Live you're listening to us on your uh, large upper midwest real presence radio network and we'll be back in just one moment with dr beverly everett and more on what's happening with the bismarck mandan symphony orchestra and her involvement with the youth so that 30 years from now beverly there's somebody else sitting here talking about what's going on who's going to replace us my replacement's right here father obergewich we'll be back in just one moment Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. 
SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. C.S. Lewis famously wrote that we are secret agents behind enemy lines. It's true. This world is under hostile rule and its prince is in full-scale rebellion against our Father in Heaven with a mission to take as many souls with him as possible. Our mission, should we choose to accept it, is to raid and poach in Satan's territory and rescue souls out from under him. We should not be surprised or dismayed at opposition. Of course Satan will work to stop us, but we have a clear promise that we are equipped and commissioned to do the job. We are called to attack the kingdom of the world and rescue souls in bondage to the world, the flesh, and the devil, and bring them to our Father's heavenly kingdom. Are you ready? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome to the RPR Network. I said during my homily yesterday on All Souls Day that we remember the the three states of the church uh, or the three gatherings of our church. We we celebrated on the first uh, the church triumphant, those who are in the beatific vision and those in heaven. Yesterday, in a particular way, we thought about the church uh, penitent or the church suffering. Those who are in purgatory being prepared. It's also been called... uh, the, the church uh, expectant, that they are expected to enter into glory once they are, through God's grace, made, made ready for, for heaven. And, and we here are the church militant, where we um, are in some ways uh, militant, the struggle against sin and all that we fight and work against. Uh, we're also the pilgrim church on earth here. And one of the ways that we live our, our lives as a pilgrim church on earth is to use best the talents God has given us. And many of the talents that are very most inspiring to are, are those of music. And we're talking about that right now with Dr. Beverly Everett, my first guest. Uh, remember, the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra will be having their show on the 18th, their performances on the 18th and the 19th. Uh, let's talk, uh, Dr. Everett, um, about... Uh, Michael Bublé to country. Uh, what kind of country flavor are you going to have um, in these parts? I guess we should talk about that. Well, if you've heard Emily sing before, she does a wonderful kind of Patsy Cline almost mm-hmm. impersonation. And so I think she'll be singing Santa Baby. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. more like tunes with a country feel. Um, sure. We're, com- we're completing the concert with an arrangement of Let There Be Peace on Earth, and I, I just love that. I think if that's the message we can send as people walk out the door, there's no greater message we could send. Uh, I hope to be there on Friday night with Father Orbergewitch. 
Uh, this is at the Bel Mahus mm -hmm. in Bismarck. What is that? How how big is that? What's the uh, what does that hold? The seating capacity there is roughly 840 seats. So that that's a that's a nice uh, and I, it's it's preferred to be upstairs, right? Uh, the, I, I, I sat there during your, many of your rehearsals. Um, it it's the best place to listen to you, right? In the balcony. I think the balcony has a certain sound to it and is definitely a wonderful place and, and every seat is good and we're going to have such a full stage too. It'll be quite the spectacle because we've got our orchestra plus for this concert and our one in January we invite um, some of the youth symphony members to join us. So. I, we can barely fit our musicians on the stage, so I'll be a little speck up there. <laughs> How many regular members do you have in the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra? This year, so far, it seems like we've had between 60 and 70. Um, it's it's growing, and, and we like that. It's, it's um, mostly local musicians. We do have a guest concertmaster who's coming in this year, but for the most part, it's people from the Bismarck, Mandan, or immediate surrounding areas, and and it's just a really wonderful thing to... We have a kind of a slogan that we've had for a long time of your neighbor, your community, your orchestra. And I love that when you come to a concert and you actually look up on the stage and say, oh, that's my neighbor and that's my kid's school teacher and that's my attorney and, you know, whatever it is. And so um, we have we have quite a few people from Corpus Christi that are, that are in the symphony. And, and so that's really fun and just a nice community. We spoke uh, before the break about youth and youth involvement. Uh, what are you doing or what are some opportunities for youth to get involved with the orchestra? So the symphony sponsors two youth symphonies. It's two levels of, of groups depending on how many years you've played and where you are in your, your playing ability. And I'm conducting both of those groups this year and I've just been having a blast. Um, the, I draw so much inspiration from those students. They're there because they want to be, they want to do well, they want to learn. And it's just been so rewarding. Um, they have a concert on December 18th, on Sunday afternoon, December 18th at 3 p.m. at the Bell, and that's free. And you can come hear them. It, that's also featuring, they'll have a guest artist with them, um, Michael Cartwright, who is one of the hosts of KX uh, Studio 701 and a local jazz player. And um, he'll be doing some vocals and, and some trumpet playing on that. And we're featuring a a student from University of Mary, uh, one of my conducting students, Kennedy Cowart, will be playing the first movement of the Haydn Trumpet Concerto on that concert. So a lot of great music and just seeing these kids and seeing what the young people can do is, is incredible. Dr. Everett is my guest. She's the maestro of the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra. Remember, November 18th and 19th are their performances for their Christmas show called Festive Favorites. Let's talk about your work at UMary. Uh, what do you what do you do at you, Mary? And uh, what uh, I know that you that's dear to your heart when you can um, form and and inspire young people. Uh, more you've referenced it, but more in detail. Uh, what do you do out there? I teach applied organ lessons, and that's been just an incredible gift to me to have the opportunity to do that. I've been doing that for about eight years now, and when I started, I had maybe two students per semester, semester just because they, it is a requirement of their sacred music 
majors that they have two semesters of organ and so then about three years into my time there we refurbished the university refurbished the existing pipe organ in the chapel there and I think just that combined with maybe just word getting out that the organ study was available we have quite a a nice studio of organ students so I have 10 applied students this semester many of them come in already with organ ability they've studied in high school and it's just it's wonderful I mean I I don't want to brag about it but you hear all over the world organ departments being shut down and there's a shortage of organists and there aren't enough organists and and just it seems to really be flourishing out there as a as a a means of of sacred expression and, and of worship and it's not all music majors I have at least three engineering majors that are studying with me a computer science major so it's really interesting the backgrounds and the focus of these students uh, let's talk about string ensembles and and your involvement with them and uh, the, the youth um, involvement with them so the University of Mary has a string ensemble and I'm conducting that this um, this year as well and that's been great fun it's sort of grown I think in the past it's had fewer students that's what the students tell me and this year we have 16 students in it and it really makes up a full string orchestra and so uh, they just played for the candlelight gala at the University of Mary we're playing on November 16th for the uh, big mass for prayer day and then we're playing at Corpus Christi Church here on December 18th as well at the 10:45 a.m. mass and I'm really looking forward to that and and the students are too if someone has a son or daughter that they would want to um, begin playing strings or violin whom do you call you can contact our symphony office and and let us know and we have a list on our website of available teachers the Bismarck Mandan area has an incredible string program in our public schools we're so blessed to have that and those teachers most of them play in our symphony orchestra and they're incredible conductors in their own right and teachers in their own right and so if you let us know or let one of those teachers know there's a, a great academy here the Arioso Music Academy has wonderful private teaching so there's lots of opportunities for for people whether you're a beginner or whether you've played for 10 years and want to brush up on some skills um, if you're interested in that if you're interested in joining the youth orchestra please contact our our, our symphony office or or email us and we can get you that information at what age should a child begin violin lessons children begin at a very early age and through the Suzuki program and I should mention the Bismarck has a very fine Suzuki program as well and again those teachers um, play in our orchestra and so that can be anywhere from three or four years old um, typically I like to think of a, a, a student that young being able to read first if they're going to start lessons um, that helps if they can be a little bit self-motivated but um, I would say roughly that six to seven ages when many of them start and then I think strings start here in the fourth grade and uh, for instruments they're they're available uh, through through the sourcing you've mentioned so if somebody is listening right now that thinks hmm you know maybe maybe the trombone isn't for my child which is 
unimaginable but possible and they may want to play strings. Uh, contact the Bismarck Mandan Symphony uh, for, for, for information or your website. Start there. And you, you have hand-me-down violins, like we had hand-me-down trombones in, 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 in school. Is that, is that how it works? We have some of that. And then I think the schools also provide through rental opportunities for instruments if, if people need those to get started. And I would, I would also encourage students, if you have a child that you think is interested in those kind of lessons, bring them to a concert, bring them to a rehearsal. People are always welcome to attend my rehearsals. I'm not, I'm not, we're not private about that. And, um, and, and go up to one of the musicians. I mean, they're accessible as well. Sure. And, and I think sitting, and come to a youth symphony rehearsal. Um, watch the kids actually rehearse. And I wanted to mention before I go that this Saturday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. at Bismarck State College, we're having our young artist competition. And so that'll go, the first part of it with the instrumental part will go from about 9 to noon. And then we'll have a break. And then at 1 o'clock we begin a vocal part. And that won't be very long. There are only three vocalists and, and probably about 16 total students in that first part. But that's again free. The public is welcome to attend that. And you're going to see not just from the Bismarck Mandan area, but some incredible talent from the around, around the state competing to be able to play a solo with our orchestra. That's this Saturday, 9 a.m., Bismarck State College. And the, the Youth uh, Symphony is December 18th, you indicated. December 18th at 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, at the Bell Mayhus as well. And, but above all, the festive favorites uh, uh, will be on November 18th and 19th, the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra, your Christmas concert in just a, a couple of weeks. Dr. Beverly Everett, thank you for being on Real Presence Radio once again. Thank you, Monsignor. We hope to have you on again. I, you're a great interview, inspiring um, person, and um, a, a great, um, great contributor thank to you. the Bismarck Mandan area. I'm going to go look for some Willie Nelson arrangements. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> we'll be back in just one moment. We're going to talk about a journey to make 26,000 rosaries. We'll be back in just one moment. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.